1: Well, he's back on the show again, the Head of Investment Advisory from Habib Investment Limited, Sadeep Jadwani. Thank you very
2: much for coming in again on Talk 100.3. Good to have you here. Thank you, Kichi. I think it's fantastic uh, coming here again and uh, empowering and inspiring your listeners. You're like here, you're here more often than our sales reps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great to have you in here. A lot of people are sitting in questions, uh, particularly in regards to the Indian rupee. Uh, it's slipping against the UAE dirham. Uh, for, for anyone who's looking to send money back home to family, have you got any advice? Is, is now a good time or should they be holding back?
2: So, see, there's one very important factor that's uh, putting pressure on the Indian rupee. Yeah. It is uh, it is the oil prices. As oil prices go up, Indian rupee will be under pressure uh, and their deficit because um, India is still uh, not a developed nation and because of which they need to ensure that they maintain uh, good amounts of um, uh, US dollar reserves. And as oil prices go up, they are petrodollars uh, or uh, export bill Mm-hmm. Um, does not match up to the imports of their of their oil, and hence uh, it puts pressure on their uh, overall situation, and hence the rupee. Yeah, we've
1: seen the uh, the West Texas uh, price of oil uh, breaking through that uh, eighty dollar mark at the moment, but we're also seeing the uh, the Fed Reserve in the states raise interest rates uh, in the way to kind of you know affect the economy. And we know that the UAE dirham is pegged to the US dollar, so when we see that the Fed Reserve is raising interest rates. Should people be concerned about what that would mean
2: for the relationship between the Indian rupee and the dirham? 100%. US dollar being one of uh, the most safest currency uh, in the world, as the returns, which is the interest rate on US dollar increases, it puts a lot of downward pressure on every other currency, not necessarily Indian rupee, Mm -hmm. but it impacts other currencies based on their strength as well. Okay, and India... Particularly uh, driven by uh, oil imports, yeah. uh, and there are uh, petrodollar bills going up with the cost of uh, dollar going up and interest rates increasing on uh, the U.S. dollar, it'll put it'll let people uh, sell off their rupees and buy more of the US dollar. And the whole economy is a function of demand and supply. Since more people are demanding higher rate of return, they need to reduce or uh, Indian rupee because of the free float will start uh, weakening compared to the dirham or the dollar. We're looking at a lot of
1: people uh, with the price of gold. It's gone up again today. Uh, the price of gold is uh, currently one thousand eight hundred fifteen U.S. dollars an ounce. Uh, that's an increase of eleven dollars uh, today alone. Uh, we know that uh, many daisies have a great relationship with gold. Uh, I'm learning this very quickly. <laughs> um, uh, going into 2023, many people uh, are forecasting that gold could break two and a half, even hit four thousand. Some people were saying. You got any thoughts on where gold's going to go in the next twelve months?
2: So gold in the next twelve months. On a, on a higher side should be around $2,400 yeah. uh, an ounce. Now, what is the fundamental reason um, uh, underpinning the strength of gold from here on? Um, gold is again dependent on interest rates. As interest rates were going up this last year, uh, people were buying more of dollar and less of gold because mm-hmm. of the safe haven uh, perception of uh, the currency itself and liquidity. Now, with inflation coming down, interest rates not rising as fast as they uh, they were, and also peaking and stop pausing, and then eventually going down in 2024, we see an inverse relation with gold. As dollar will weaken, gold will go up as well. Mm-hmm. So 2024, this time next year, we could see um, gold at $2,400 uh, uh, an ounce.
1: Okay, so something to to watch out for. Uh, when we look at currencies uh, over the next 2023, uh, we know many people always look at the US dollar as a safe haven, particularly given many people are forecasting uh, a lot of developed countries to go into a recession over the next uh, 12 months. Which currencies do you think will be the best performance in the next 12 months? Um, for me... I'm I know just... it's hard to predict, but... It, is, yeah. it is,
2: it is. I feel... Um... Uh, the Great Britain Pound will be one of the best performing currencies because we've already seen Japan performing exceptionally well this year towards the end where uh, as a surprise um, you know the the uh, Japanese finance minister who is uh, ending his uh, second year uh, or the 10th year in April and will be moving on increased the band of their uh, bond buying spree the range basically from a 0.25 plus minus to 0.5 plus minus almost double right? Yeah. It's an indication that uh, there could be interest rate hikes coming in Japan as well. It's just an indication or a precursor mm-hmm. to what could happen. And uh, the Japanese yen is pricing that in from a uh, uh, 150 yen to the dollar today, um, uh, last uh, month, to today 130, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, good performance and it's recovered some good lost ground. Typically, uh, the the pound is something that we should be looking for. Pound is at its weakest with a lot of uh, political unstability within the country. Um, you know, Brexit playing up, the uh, uh, policy is not playing up well. Uh, that is putting pressure. Yeah, every on, day there's uh,
1: a different strike in the country that's having an effect on the economy.
2: Yes, it will.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not. if it's not the trains, it's the airport staff, they're having problems. And I'm speaking to a lot of English friends and they can't wait to get home and spend mm. their UAE
2: dirhams. It's never been so enjoyable. Exactly. Right, so it's so weak that you would probably buy now, yeah. Um, and of course, having said that, you don't have to buy everything or all of your dirhams today, you would have to stagger it down because not me, not anyone can predict what is the lowest point at the same time. We can't be just standing on the sidelines and saying that you will time the market. Timing the market is the worst thing anyone can do to their own personal finance. I saw an interesting comment from Elon Musk recently.
1: He's been under a lot of pressure given the way Tesla has seen its share price drop, Uh, given the market don't really like this idea that he's running another multi-billion dollar company in Twitter. Uh, But he was saying that part of the reason is people are taking their money out of stocks and they're looking to put them in cash because once that cash rate goes up to a level where it's nearing in what you might get in your return for the stock market it's then going to have further effect uh, do you go along with that statement or do you think he's really just trying to uh, protect uh, tesla's slide over the last 12 months tesla
2: is a different story altogether uh, you know from a, from a $300 a uh, stock starting of the year to today $125 approximately um uh, tesla has gone through a lot of uh, um, uh, ups and downs purely because of Uh, the perceived notion of the CE, Mm -hmm. in this case, uh, Elon Musk, and his abrupt statements time and again. However, um, the stock pricing of Tesla is down not purely because of the interest rates moving up and risk-free rates getting better and people are dumping their stocks. It's the owner himself selling the stocks as well. Mm. So, it's
1: never a good look to the market when the CEO and the owner has got to release correct.
2: stock. Right, the promoter selling their stock, not, for, not to make in profit, but uh, to repay his uh, uh, debt and interest liability that he's taken on of 44 billion approximately uh, for, to buy out Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so their money needs to flow from pocket A to pocket B okay and to fund that to reduce their interest uh, liability ticket when we look at uh,
1: the uae economy we can see that particularly with property it is absolutely soaring ahead. heads um, there's a number of factors doing that i think there's a, a growing need for oil from this region as people are resisting getting oil from uh, from russia we're seeing an influx of a lot of people wanting to come here and getting out of <laughs> the uk and, and coming here um, any predictions for way the uh, the UAE economy is going to go? Can we see it perhaps softening?
2: I mean, it can't continue at the growth it's experienced in the last last two quarters, can it? So a very interesting point. You know, uh, though the entire world is interlinked today. Yeah. But there are certain factors that play up very well for uh, for the rise of the UAE markets, particularly um, that is the pegged being the currency being pegged to the dollar. Uh, UAE being an oil producer, mm-hmm. oil exporter. Um, At the same time, uh, developing their internal policies in a way that people don't not only travel here, but come and stay here as well. Uh, UAE compared to what it was 20 years back where every five years people would leave, retire and leave, they would not come back. Uh, But the policy reforms that have happened, particularly in in case of residency and naturalization and ease of doing business, the free zones, uh, capital convertibility, free movement of money, uh, lifestyle, security, healthcare, everything, right? And taxation—the biggest advantage—that the income is not taxed here. There mm-hmm. could be corporate tax and VAT, but income is not taxed. So people are coming in, buying houses, settling down. And the best part is, even now, this is reflecting in the capital markets, where the biggest companies, government-owned companies, have diluted stakes to get listed on the capital markets, which means that everyone can get a share, fair share of uh, uh, the companies that are run by the governments themselves, which are highly capitalized and highly consumer driven, high dividend yielding compared to real estate as well, which provides top quality uh, construction and uh, visas so people come here stay they have bank accounts they have rental yields and everything else in between
1: yeah you know it's it's, it's a fantastic place to be we're fortunate at the moment uh, we know you you're pressed for time but one last question we've seen that a lot of the asian markets have raised on the back of china finally saying it's going to end that quarantine for inbound travelers i think there are many sectors particularly manufacturing which could see uh, positive gains over the next quarter
2: given that now they can actually deal with china and, and parts are going to be made again so Uh, The reopening story of China was always on the cards and hence you would see that particularly from a stock market perspective, uh, China uh, has already um, done a good run-up in the last three weeks. Okay, moving further, we all So it's already factored into the price in the At the moment, yes, but what is is impacting it is the numbers of uh, COVID uh, cases versus COVID deaths that are happening because China still does not have that infrastructure, uh, the healthcare infrastructure to manage it well. However, having said that, um, uh, this water was a normal reopening story for most of the countries across the globe, and China being the biggest in the world in terms of population, I think um, they would be they would they would be hitting more harder compared to others. But uh, being being the manufacturing hub of the world, um, they will grow back very fast.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a, a fascinating time uh, economically that we have ourselves in. And I think we're also fortunate to be here in the, the UAE. Uh, there's no doubt about that. It's always great to come for you to come in and also share your insights and get your thoughts. Uh, if you do want to get to any more information in regards to Sandeep's work, he's the head of investment advisory for Habib Investment Limited. Uh, you can always check him out where he's posting on Instagram. What's your Instagram account if anyone
2: wants to follow you? Uh, Sandeep underscore investment underscore advisor. <laughs> I post a lot of financial literacy content uh, so people are aware and empowered on what financial and investment decisions they should base their uh, decisions on basically yeah like anything else it's always great to do your
1: own research and be informed Sandeep, it's always a pleasure great to get your insights again thank you so much tsp Talksport business on talk 100.3 talk 100.3